Welcome everyone to Super Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, aka Sulior, and today I'm going to break the norm of like the normal type of episode once again and uh, talk about a recent release. And that is the Pokemon Gen 9 games. But before we get to that, we do have a little bit of news. Um, honestly, most of it is about this game. But uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, first off, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who is in the States. Um, I know not all of my listeners are, but uh, regardless, I hope you have all have had a nice break, whether it's just the weekend or you actually are kind of taking a few days for the holidays so anyway let's get into the news here so um there like i said it is a holiday and uh with the holiday also comes black friday so there are some black friday sales going on um the nintendo switch arcade archives collections are on sale for the very first time apparently so these are kind of ports of arcade games such as super mario brothers donkey kong punch out wrecking crew balloon fight what have you and these are on sale for 30 percent off for the very first time ever um i do have a few of these i've got super mario brothers i've got punch out I don't remember if I've got Donkey Kong. Yeah, actually, yes, I do remember. I do have Donkey Kong. Um, But there's a list on this article that I am quoting here. It is a Nintendo Life article. So if you're interested, go check them out. Um, Let's see what else we got here. So as I mentioned, a lot of the news that I've got is from uh, the Pokemon Gen 9 games. And like I said, today I'm going to be giving my first impressions on this game. But let's talk about some other people's um, first impressions of this game. So there are a few issues. Um, I've experienced a couple myself, but it's nothing game-breaking. It's just kind of like, eh, okay, that's a little unfortunate. But some people are having some issues and that it's gotten to the point where they I don't know if it's just they're very picky or if these are significant issues but apparently it's enough to where people have been requesting a refund and have been getting them granted uh, one such person is hot dog underscore daddy on reddit and this person apparently reached out to Nintendo of America and Nintendo of America gave them a release or not a release a refund um, another person said that uh, this is uh, doctor underscore doctor Doofenshmirtz I think is how you pronounce that um, claims that Minecraft got refunded because it didn't uh, perform well enough I don't know um, I, I don't think that the issues that I've experienced warrant a refund, but apparently they are being granted. And then there are other, 
Another article that I saw said that Nintendo has not received any complaints and they don't plan on releasing a patch. So who do you believe? You know, um, like I said, I I've haven't experienced any issues that I think would warrant a refund. But um, in other news with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, they those games have surpassed 10 million sales in the first three days, and this sets a new Nintendo record. So congratulations to uh, the Game Freak company and uh, the Pokemon company. So um, let's let's go ahead and get into sales and deals. Um, there is an article I did want to uh, highlight before we start talking about the major Black Friday sales. Um, if you're looking for some Christmas gifts or um, just uh, looking to take advantage of some deals here, there are some collections that are on the eShop that are worth checking out. So let's let's go through these. There is the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Now these are the original like Mega Man games, so like Mega Man 1 through 7. There's two sets with this. Um, there's also the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. So those are all the Mega Man X games. Um, again, two bundles there. There is the Borderlands Legendary Collection, so this is all of the games, I believe. Um, sorry, Legendary, not Legacy. Um, so yeah, these are a little bit more than the Handsome Collection, which I also know is on there. And then we also have the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. This is actually one that I own. I, I do own one Mega Man Legacy Collection and one Legacy X, but... These are the games, uh, the original game up through three, and these are all the different variations of those games. So we got Street Fighter, the original Street Fighter game. We got Street Fighter Two, got Street Fighter Two Turbo. We've got Super Street Fighter Two, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Three, Street Fighter Three Third Strike, what have you. Um, pretty, pretty good deal. Now these are the arcade versions of the games. I, I know I've talked about this game on the, or this collection on the show before, uh, but it also has some behind the scenes artwork and things like that, which is pretty cool. Um, we also have the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive Classics. Uh, so these are a bunch of games on that platform. So we got Sonic, we've got um, Fantasy Star, Story of Thor. Uh, we've got, yeah, not just Sonic, but a bunch of different Sonic games. Uh, we also have, uh, I'm, to, I'm blanking on the name of the, uh, we've also got, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking, I'm trying to think of, there's a, a Japanese RPG that I'm, I'm blanking on the name, and I apologize, but we also have Comic Zone, which is another game I really enjoy, so definitely check it out, it's 50 different games, um, I've, I did own it at one point in time, and that's, I don't have the, the complete list of the games here, that's why I'm blanking, so I, I apologize. Um, we also have the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, um, 
yeah, never, I never really was. I never really got into Crash Bandicoot. It, it, I have played it before, but it's not one that I've played a ton of. Uh, we also got the SNK 40th Anniversary Collection. Um, so I, I don't really know. I couldn't tell you a an SNK SNK game off the top of my head, but I do know that it's a very popular publisher. We also have the Namco Museum, so this is games like Pac-Man, um, got, what is this game here, Rolling Thunder, got Tank Force, um, some pretty good games there. We also have uh, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, this is also one that I own, I was still playing the first game, uh, I need to play more of it. We've got Super Mario 3D All-Stars. This is another one that I've got. So it's got Super Mario 64, the Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy, uh, both Super Mario Galaxy games. So definitely, uh, definitely check that out if you're a Mario fan. We've got the Bioshock Collection. This is another one that I've owned. So it's got Bioshock 1, 2, and Infinite. Uh, we've got the Capcom Beat'em Up Bundle. So this uh, has games like Captain Commando, we've got some Street Fighter games, uh, Streets of Rage, um, I believe so, or is it Final Fight? Might be, it, it's probably Final Fight. Um, why does it say Belt Action Collection? I, I don't know, that, that's weird. It, underneath uh, the article, the section of the article, it also says Capcom Belt Action. I don't know. Um, we got Samurai Showdown, uh, Neo Geo collection. Um, so it's a collection of uh, Neo Geo games. We got the Darius Cosmic collection. I'm not familiar with this series. We got the Mega Man Zero uh, ZX Legacy collection. Uh, so the Mega Man Zero games. We got Collection of Mana. So that's uh, Secret of Mana, Trials of Mana. Um, we've also got the Double Dragon Kunio Ku retro brawler bundle so not only it's it looks like a bunch of um, the publisher for double dragon i want to say it's tenio um, or tato uh tato so it's a uh, double dragon uh, but also um it looks like the uh, retro city rampage uh games and then there's a soccer game um, you can tell just by the character design that it's the same publisher. It's kind of funny. We also have the Spyro Reignited trilogy. That's uh, those are good. Some good games there. We've got the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. So not only are these a bunch of Castlevania games, but it also has Haunted Castle, which is the predecessor to Castlevania. Um, not to mention some Game Boy games here. So we also have the Alesti. I think it's how you pronounce that. A-L-E-S-T-E. Um, so this is... Apparently it doesn't include uh, Musha uh, Denon, a.k.a. Robo uh, and Super Aleste. Um, I'm not familiar with that, so I, I don't know. Um, and then finally, we've got the Capcom... Or we also have the Capcom Arcade Stadium. So there's a bunch of Capcom games, but um, games are uh, to also... It's got some Street Fighter in there, but it's also got 1944, The Loop Master, Pro Gear. Um, 
Let's see, we also have Mutant Muds. Not familiar with that series. Um, we also got the Neo Geo Pocket Color selection. It's a bunch of Neo Geo Pocket uh, Color games. Got a Castlevania Advanced collection, so uh, games on the Game Boy Advance. Um, as it, it really, um, so we also have Circle of Moon and then Harmony of Dissonance. Um, apparently, a lot of people are fans of Aria of Sorrow. I also have Sonic Origins, which is another game I still need to pick up. Um, it's the kind of remakes of the original games. We've got the uh, Cowbunga Collection, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowbunga Collection. I have this. Uh, very good. So it's all pretty much every every uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game through the 16-bit era. And this also includes the arcade versions of the games. Very cool. And then we've got one that I've talked about on the last episode, and that is the Atari 50th Anniversary Collection, or Celebration. Really need to check that out. Um, then, of course, there's the Super Nintendo and uh, uh, NES Online games. So, anyway, um, there's some ideas if you're looking for some games to pick up for the holidays, uh, Black Friday. So let's actually get into the sales and deals. There's a pretty big sale going on right now. There's the uh, cyber deals. There's um, so this is up to 50% off some top tier games here. So we got 30% off um, Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury. We got 30% off of Skyward Sword, we've got 20% off the Cult of the Lamb, we've got 50% off the Ezio collection of Assassin's Creed, uh, 30% off New Super Mario Brothers, U Deluxe, uh, the aforementioned Calabunga collection is 30% off, got 50% off FIFA 23, got 30% off the Three Houses and the Expansion Pass bundle, we got 30% off uh, just the Expansion Pass and or Fire Emblem Three Houses, but why would you not get both at that, you know, with the sale going on? Got 50% off Dragon Ball Z uh, Kakarot and the new Power Awakens set. Got 30% off Kirby Star Allies. We got 25% off the Ultimate Edition of Dreamlight Valley and 15% off the game, just the base game itself. Got 30% off uh, Jackbox Party 8. We got 30% off Mario Tennis Aces. Got 67% off Nina Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Uh, we got 30% off the multiplayer uh, pack of Luigi's Mansion. Uh, if you want to just get the multiplayer pack, it's the uh, same discount as well as the game itself we've got 50% off Skyrim we got 30% off Bravely Default 2 now I should mention it's just the base game or not the base game but uh, these the version of Skyrim that's on the switch which also includes the DLC this isn't the um, anniversary edition so you could still you can get the game and then get the uh, the upgrade and you would be spending less if you just bought the bundle so 
that I figured that was worthy worth mentioning. So we also got 50% off uh, the Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga. Got 50% off Sonic Colors. Got 40% off Castlevania Castlevania Advanced Collection. Got 25% off Capcom Fighting. There's a, a lot of really good deals here. Um, I mentioned Sonic Origins earlier. That's 50% off both the Standard and the Deluxe Edition. Um, let's see. The, the GTA uh, Trilogy is 50% off. We got Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 at 40, I'm sorry, 31% off. And that's really it as far as the big name games. Of course, we've got KOTOR 2, that's 25% off. Uh, Return to Monkey Island is a, a game that's been making the news lately um, for being on Xbox. Um, that's 10% off, but I mean, the game's pretty cheap to begin with. Anyway, um, yeah, a lot of good sales going on right now, so definitely check it out. And these go through the 4th. December 4th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So, yeah, I'd I'd definitely take advantage of it. Uh, We also have some Ubisoft deals going on. Um, Some Activision Blizzard sales going on. Uh, So games like Diablo, uh, Overwatch, Spyro. Um, the, the, The Activision deals go through the 28th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time. The Ubisoft uh, sales go through the 4th at 11.59 p.m. So there's a... a, Actually, uh, the Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope, that's 22% off right now, um, which is a game that just came out, so that's kind of crazy. So we've got some Assassin's Creed, um, South Park... uh, the game, the least um, discounted games are 50% off there. So if you're looking for some Ubisoft, some like Assassin's Creed, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Phoenix Rising, um, definitely check that out. The um, arcade archives sale, like the arcade ports on the Switch, that sale that I mentioned earlier, that goes through the 14th. Um, of December 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time. And that is really it as far as sales and deals. So let's get into my gameplay. I'm going to save the Pokemon talk for the main segment. But I've been playing some other stuff. So I recently got one of my Christmas presents early. I mean, technically everything I've been getting recently has been (laughs) technically technically safe for Christmas, but you know what? I wanted it early. So I recently got a um, an emulator machine. It's called the Super Console X Pro. And this is, a, like I said, it's an emulator machine. It's got, I think it said 80 different emulators on it. It's got 95,000 games on it, actually a little over that. But it's got everything from Atari 2600 up through the N64 PS1 era. So, I mean, it doesn't technically include everything. There were some games that were missing that I was kind of sad about. But if I can figure out how to format the 
ROM files, I can actually add them myself. So it's not a huge deal. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot on that. Uh, a lot of different things. So there's some games that I never really got to try that I've been trying. Um, there's some old favorites that I love that I've been playing. So like, uh, uh, well, never thought that I'd be playing the Simpsons arcade game from my couch or, you know, the uh, back in the showbiz pizza days there was one that i would visit that had the it was a superman arcade game so it's kind of a side scroll beat em up but there was also some stages where you're flying and blasting rocks out of the air with your heat vision or punching um i don't know of anybody else who really knows of that game but i've been playing that uh, i've been playing wrestlemania the arcade game like the arcade version of wrestlemania the arcade game um not to mention WrestleFest. that's also a classic but then I also, um, Earthbound is on there, and so I've been playing that, uh, you know, of course there's Super Mario World, but I've also been playing some Game Boy Advance games like uh, Pokemon Emerald. I was really hoping that an English translated Mother 3 was on there. Unfortunately, it's only the Japanese version of the game. So that's one that I really want to add and have translated. Um, I was playing WWF No Mercy. Now, I will say that the N64 games are kind of hit and miss as to whether or not they work properly. So, um, like I was trying Ocarina of Time and I couldn't really figure out how to move the cursor. Um, so that was kind of disappointing. Same with GoldenEye. Like I could aim, but I couldn't move forward. So that was kind of weird. Um, everything else I've been playing works really well. Like the, the controller for it is a, a USB Bluetooth uh, PlayStation style controller. And yeah, it's I was playing some PlayStation games on there. Like I was playing, uh, I think it was one of the Twisted Metal games. I can't remember which one. Um, I was, my wife really wanted me to find Oregon Trail, and there was one version of there, I can't, on there, I can't remember what it was, um, which version it was. I was also really hoping that the Philips CDI games were on there, so I could finally play the, um, Nintendo Philips CDI games, like Hotel Mario, and then Zelda, Wand of Gamelon, or, uh, Link's, uh, no, was it Link's, um, Link Faces of Evil. That's why it took me a second there to remember what the name of that damn game was. Um, Zelda Wand of Gamelon. Uh, Zelda's Adventure, I think, is the other one. Uh, but that platform, unfortunately, is not on there. I'm not exactly sure why. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, yeah, it's got... It's even got, like, Commodore 64 and the Amiga and the Virtual Boy on there which uh, I'm definitely going to be playing some Virtual Boy, just to say that I have, uh, like, Ness's Funky Bowling, uh, Mario Tennis, or Waterworld, uh, Red Alert, definitely going to be playing those. So it, it's a fun little machine, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. So, and you can also search for games on there, like you go to the platform, there's a search function. It has Wi-Fi capabilities, so you can update, uh, like there are software updates on there. And um, 
You can also favorite your games so you don't have to hunt for them for an hour before you find them, uh, which is helpful. So anyway, that is a lot of what I've been playing uh, other than what the subject of today's episode is, and that is the Pokemon Gen 9 games. So let's start getting into my uh, initial thoughts on this. Alright, so let's let's get into uh, Pokemon Gen 9. Now, I will say right off the bat that I'm going to keep the spoilers to a minimum. Um, there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, the game is brand new. Number two, <laughs> honestly, I don't think I've gotten far enough into the story to be able to spoil a lot. Um, at least as far as that goes. But I wanted to get into my thoughts of this game, uh, these games, at least my first impressions. So let's let's get into it. So you, of course, just as always, are a new resident of this region, the Paldea region. I don't know why that always is. You're always, for somebody who just moved to the area, um, I guess it kind of makes sense since you are experiencing the region for the quote-unquote first time. So they're, I guess that's they're trying to incorporate that into the story a little bit. But you meet somebody from the region before you, you like you're a new student at the school. Now the school. It, the name of the school is different depending on which version of the game that you got. I got um, Scarlet, so the name of the school is Naranja Academy. Um, maybe that's pronounced Naranja because it looks like the Spanish word for an orange, like the fruit. Um, oh wait, yeah, Naranja. Um, if you have Violet, it's Uva or Uba Academy. I want to say that these are probably the Spanish pronunciations uh, where the V is a is pronounced like a B and the J is pronounced like an H because it's pretty obvious that this region is based on Spain. Um, at least, I, I mean, that was my impression. So every now and then they'll say something in Spanish. Um, like adios or uh, buenos dias or something like that. But um, there are some other um, exclusivities based on the version, which I really am glad that the last couple of generations have had more than just exclusive, like Pokemon that are exclusive to the games. So like the name of the academy is different based on the region the outfit that you get because you're kind of wearing a school uniform in the game so if you have scarlet your uh, bottoms are reddish and if you're in violet then they're they're more purple um not to mention that you 
like the different versions have professors at the academy that are exclusive to said game and um, like i said there there's of course the pokemon exclusive pokemon that are ex you know version exclusive but you also have of course the legendaries are exclusive and you're introduced to the, to the legendary right off the bat um, i'm not going to get into how um but another thing is you get different lore books um, that are exclusive to the game so that's kind of interesting and um, there's some late game stuff that I'm not really going to get into. Um, I honestly can't because I haven't experienced it yet. But the person that you're introduced to from the Academy, her name is Nimona. And she's kind of your rival. And I gotta say, <laughs> people are probably going to treat her like the water gym uh, leader from Pokemon Gen 8. And I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, yeah, let's just say that that's people are probably going. There's probably going to be some stuff out there about her. Uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna get into that a whole lot. But yeah, uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. So she leads you to the school, and you can go fight or you can go catch pokemon and battle a couple of trainers on the way there um you, you pick your pokemon pretty early of course um you you run around with all three before you have to make a decision which is kind of cool um you don't have to like you can kind of see which one you mesh with or uh, you you vibe with the most before you can before you have to make a decision which i appreciate you're not just like okay you have to pick which one you want right now um i make it a point to get all three and i'll get into that here in a little bit but i chose fue coco the little bubble bobble looking fire lizard thing um it, it's been fine i i i like which one i chose Again, I'll get into the other two here in a bit. But yeah, you, you go to the school and you take, you, you are shown to your room, you go around, you meet some people, and then after the first day at the school, you are given your three main quests. And of course there's Victory Road, which is the gym challenge. And the nice thing is with this, you can do the you can do the gyms really in any order you want, um, but they show you on the map where they are. Now, one nice thing is, yes, this game is an open world game, and you can just go out and explore and do whatever you want. Now, I will say that you don't want to level up too quickly with your Pokemon because there is a threshold as to when they will start to disobey you based on how many gym badges you have and that's something that i wish would kind of become obsolete especially if we're going to start getting into more open world games because since gen 6 it has been really easy to have your pokemon level up quickly um, since your experience points are shared throughout your team 
which I appreciate that. Uh, that way you don't have to have one go out first and then switch them out just to get one some experience points that isn't very strong. So I really hope that eventually they'll do away with that because that can get annoying. And, you know, like I said, especially if they're going to start going into the open world route where you can just go and explore and catch Pokemon as much as you want. And you also, before Gen 6, I don't think that you got experience points for catching Pokemon. You only got experience points if they are knocked out. If your enemies are knocked out. So again, I hope that the badge... Uh, Pokemon level threshold goes away. Uh, that's just me, though. Because uh, let's just say that my uh, starter got pretty close to that threshold before I got my first gym badge. Um, the other two quests are uh, one where you're introduced to the uh, evil team in this uh, game and it's called Team Star. Now I don't really know a whole lot about this team yet other than that they when you first meet them is the first day you get to the school and there's a couple of team members that are trying to bully a couple of classmates into joining. So I guess this team is a group of students who are kind of who are kind of raised in hell that's all that i really know about them but you are tasked with going and putting a stop to them so you are told the location of their bases to where you can go and stomp them out um also when you start to when you get into a battle with them they'll do a, a star shape like they outline a star with their arms which is kind of funny um, but yeah, that's all I really know about the team at this point. I haven't gone to stomp out any of their headquarters yet. So I'll probably get into that here before too long. And the third quest that you have is called, uh, give me one second here. It is called Path of Legends. So you have to go and find these really powerful Pokemon and put a stop to them uh, because they're kind of wrecking havoc on the area. So that's kind of cool. Um, I think I, I saw one where it's some ancient form of a Dawn fan. Um, so yeah, that, I don't really know much about that yet either because I haven't really done any of those. But um, yeah, um, so far it's been a lot of fun. I've really been enjoying it. I have spent most of my time doing surprise trades to get the other two starters. And uh, that, that's that been interesting. So the Pokemon, you can see wild Pokemon just walking around. Uh, that's been a thing for the last couple of generations. Um, I don't well, I don't think they're they were like that in Pokemon Gen 7. I could be wrong, correct me on I'm wrong on that. But I don't remember seeing Pokemon oh maybe. It, it's been a long time since I played Sun and Moon. But I know that was a thing in the last game, uh, where you can actually see Pokemon walking around. You know, they don't just jump out and surprise you. 
Um, so that's still a thing. And they have also incorporated a couple of things from Arceus where you can actually throw your Pokeball. Like you're, you can't just throw Pokemon Pokeballs to catch them. You still kind of have to battle them. Um, that was something that I did enjoy about Arceus. Um, but you can throw your Pokemon out and uh, catch them by surprise to where you get a couple of free shots before they recover and start attacking you back. And you can also just have your Pokemon walk around and beat up uh, wild Pokemon to get the experience points without actually having to do a full-on battle. Uh, another thing that I like is that you can actually uh, move your camera around the battle, kind of like you did in Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's another thing that I appreciate. And it's also really funny because you can see the environment. It's not a completely separate screen. Like you can actually look around and see what else is going on in the environment while you're battling. So you can <laughs> you can actually see wild Pokemon watching your battle, and sometimes they'll get nervous and start walking away. <laughs> Um, so I thought that was a nice little touch. You can also see if there are some items on the ground around you. Um, so I, I really like that. Um, but yeah, I, unfortunately there's still no, uh, GTS on the Switch. There's no proper GTS. There's only Link trades and Surprise trades. And... I gotta say, most of the Pokemon that I have are from surprise trades. Now, if I catch something that I haven't caught before, I will keep it, but I will also go and catch a second one so I can use for surprise trades. And I've gotten quite a, a lot. I've probably filled three boxes worth of Pokemon at this point. I have, I've only had this game for a couple of days now at this, at this point, but... Um, I have finally gotten all three starters. Um, as I mentioned, I started with Foycoco. And <laughs> I did get a couple of other Foycocos from Surprise Trades. Um, and I just immediately traded them because people will go and, you know, breed their Pokemon and get more from eggs. So you can kind of tell if you get a Pokemon like that because they'll be level one. And um, I did get this uh, Spriggy Otto, I think is how you pronounce that, the little uh, grass cat. You mean, um, he's since evolved. Um, and then, yeah, that took a while. And then I got a Quaxly not too long after that, the little water duck, the blue duck. Um, unfortunately, my Quaxley is from Japan, and that's one thing I was kind of curious about. I don't know if I've ever kept a foreign Pokemon, but I haven't gotten another Quaxley since then. Which that's it's fine. I'm I'm, I'm hoping there's a name raider or, or a name um, where you can change their name to where I can make it English because. The Quaxley has since evolved, and its name changed to the evolved form in Japanese. So I, I unfortunately don't read Japanese, but I'm you know I've I have been using them, and I, I I always like I said I 
Um, I've made it a point to have all three starters on my team, and I now do. Um, I also have, I've, I've got a pretty good team right now. I've got some Gen 9 Pokemon mixed with other gems. Um, like I, I've got a, you can, I caught, I like having the three starters and then an electric type and a um, psychic type and a fighting type. I don't have a fighting type on my team yet because the only fighting type that I have is a Makoita. And I don't, I, I prefer other fighting type Pokemon. But um, I, I do have what I think was called an Iron Tusk in my box, which I think is the um, the Ancient Dawn fan Pokemon that I was talking about earlier. I got that in the Sprite trade. I don't know who traded that. But um, yeah, that, that's a lot of what I've been doing. I did beat the first gym uh, that I was that I visited. It was the bug type gym. Um, it is interesting. You have to do some sort of challenge before you can challenge the gym leader. Like it used to be you fought gym trainers and then you reached the gym leader. This one, um, I was in a town that's known for their olives and there is an olive type Pokemon. There's a Pokemon that looks like a little green olive. Uh, I think it's called Similiv or something like that. Um, but I had to roll this olive shaped ball um, through this obstacle course before I had to before I was allowed to take on the gym leader so that was interesting um, so I'm glad it's not uh, this game I will say is probably a the most uh, the most uh, how do I want to say this formula breaking of the series so far um, I, up until now, I would have said that Gen 7 was the one that broke the formula the most because there weren't any gyms, there were island challenges. And then Gen 8 kind of went back to the formula that had been established since the beginning where you just go around, beat these gyms. Oh, here's some evil organization, you better stop them. And then there is some kind of story that goes along with the legendary Pokemon. Um, the first game, there wasn't really a story that went along with the legendary bird trio. But there was a little bit with the dog trio with Gen 2. And then once you get all eight gym badges, you go and take on the Elite Four. Um, which, that does exist to a point in this game. But with this one being open world, it doesn't, you, like, there's no set path that you have to follow with this game. You can kind of go and do anything in any order that you want to. As long as your Pokemon don't level up too much, then you have to go take on another gym. Um, there is fast travel in this game, which is really nice, and you can do that pretty much right off the bat once you discover multiple locations. Um, you just find the spot on the map and then you can either set the destination to it if you haven't found it yet or you can fast travel to it if you have. Now, as I said, I do have, like, you, you acquire the legendary Pokemon 
immediately. Um, this is I'm gonna get into a little bit of mild spoilers here, but you can't use them in battle yet, but you can use them for travel. You know, they they showed in the trailer you can fly with them, you can uh, use them as a motorcycle, kind of like the the uh, ancient guardian motorcycle that you get in Breath of the Wild. Um, right now he doesn't have that form yet. He when you first get him, he's pretty weakened. So you can just kind of use him as a horse for, you know, at the beginning. So there is that. Um, there are some things that I don't really like about the game so far. Uh, and this isn't, you know, mechanics in the game itself. This is um, more... This would kind of be like the bugs that I've seen. Um... If you if there's something that's in a di that's kind of at a distance in the game, the frame rates really drop with whatever it is, whether it's somebody walking or it's a Pokemon that's moving. You kind of saw that in Pokemon Legends Arceus, like when you see the Gyarados flying in the air, which was the first time I'd ever seen a flying Gyarados, like a real Gyarados, not the Gyarados playing in the anime. But um, you know how it kind of get a little choppy. That's what I'm seeing in this game. Like the the frame rates really drop with uh, things moving at a distance. So that, eh, you know, it's it's not a game breaker. Like once you get up close, they're fine. They become all they become smooth. Um, the other thing that is a little annoying is when I'm trying to do a surprise trade. And I'm getting the message saying that there's been a communication error and to try again. And there have been times where I've had to try three or four times before I successfully do one of the trades. Um, the other thing, um, there, there is, again, I hope that they eventually do away with the gym badge requirement. Because that can get you in trouble if you haven't made it to another gym yet. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I, I wish, again, there was a GTS, a global trading system, to where you can request, like you can search for a specific Pokemon, and yeah, somebody will ask for another Pokemon in return, and you can, if you have it, great, if not, find somebody else, or you can create your own trade. So, again, like... If you want to, another thing that I, I, I hate are Pokemon that you are, you're required to trade to evolve. And, you know, Pokemon like Kadabra, um, or, you know, things like that. It's just like you spend time raising a Pokemon and then you want to be able to appreciate its evolved form. So you have to talk to somebody you know really or if you're okay with trading for another cadabra uh, it, it's you know if you're able to change its moves to what you want so i i hope uh, that's something i've always that's been a thing that i've not liked about pokemon since the beginning yes it's trying to highlight a social aspect of the games but with the internet i think that we can kind of do away with that now 
because you can there this game does have well, you know multiplayer capabilities you can form a team of other players and go uh, terraforming uh, hunting or you know group battle raids things like that um, which is cool um, I haven't taken advantage of that yet but I do think that that's a good thing to include nowadays again we're in the internet age Pokemon wasn't <laughs> when Pokemon first was a thing um, it didn't it didn't really take advantage of that until the DS days but um, I do think that's kind of cool uh, and hopefully uh, if any of you guys would like to go running around uh, the game with me let me know so yeah i i've really been enjoying this game so far um i've just kind of been taking it slow but now that i have all three starters i will do more of the story missions i'm still gonna try and get more of those so like anytime i catch a pokemon like anytime i encounter a wild pokemon like if it runs across my path and i it's in the way i'm gonna I'm going to try and catch it so I can do a surprise trade. That's what I've spent most of my time doing is running around catching Pokemon and doing surprise trades, which is fun. But, um, yeah, those are my initial uh, thoughts on Pokemon Gen 9. Like I said, there's, I haven't really experienced a ton of the story yet, but what I have, I'd say this is definitely a step up from the story of Gen 8. Um... Gen 8 was great um, as far as the gameplay goes. The wild areas really made the game. But the story was, in my opinion, the weakest part of those games. So we'll see. Um, I thought the story of Arceus was great. Um, the game, like the, the regions were huge. Like the areas to explore were huge. But they were enclosed. So you can, you can travel to a certain area and travel and just explore that area, but I don't know if I'd call that open world in the way that this game is. This game, all of the areas are connected and you can travel this huge area, uh, you know. So I think this is a game that you can spend a ton of time playing and really not accomplishing much um, if you want to if you just want to go out and explore it's great um, and like I said from what I've seen of the story this game has this game has really up the ante as far as the story goes but again I haven't experienced a lot of it so I hope that team uh, star is going to be a little bit better than Team uh, Yell. Team Yell sucks in the Gen 8 games. I, I <laughs> They weren't even really in an organization. They were just a bunch of Uber fanboys that got pissed off when you were a, when you showed yourself to be a threat to the trainer that they latched themselves onto. Um, I, I don't know enough about Team Star yet to say they're a good or a bad team, 
but uh, Team Team Rocket, they were an evil organization that used Pokemon to make money, and they were not um, shy in how they dealt with the product, so to speak. Team Magma and Team Aqua were trying to make the world uh, better suited to accommodate Pokemon. And um, they were just a little bit misguided in what they were doing. But they, they weren't evil at heart. They were just a little bit ruthless in what they and how they went about what they were trying to do. Team Plasma, um, <laughs> they were a little bit more sinister. They used the evolution, uh, well, no, that might have been, uh, that might have been different. Uh, that might have been galactic. But um, yeah, my point is that these organizations up until Team Yell were pretty sinister. Um, like they were pretty ruthless. And Team Yell were just a bunch of uber fanboys. Even Team Skull, they were definitely a threat. Um, <laughs> they were they were kind of badass, but Team Yell were a joke. Uh, Team Flare were kind of a joke too, but Lysandra wasn't their their um, leader. But um, yeah, I'm. I I think that so far I've really been impressed with Pokemon Gen Nine. What have your guys' thoughts been? Like, what have what have what have your experiences been with? this game so far uh let me know and uh if you want to uh reach out and let me know you can find me on twitter and instagram at iangold08 or you can find the show's page at nintendo p um i did create an account for the hive social media platform uh, that people have been jumping on with everything going on with twitter these days uh, before I forget, though, I would also like to thank the Hive uh, gaming community, or uh, <laughs> fan community, not the social media platform uh, that uh, sponsors this podcast. Now, if you did want to find me on the Hive social media platform, the handles are the same, uh, iangold08 or nintendofop. Um, I just wanted to keep those the same uh, to avoid confusion. I haven't really done a lot with Hive. I don't think I've even posted with the show's plat, uh, the show's handles yet. I did post something with my personal account. Um, you can also find me at uh, um, TikTok. I did post something recently. I, I've had posted a lot lately um, because I've been playing a lot of Disney Dreamlight Valley also on the Xbox, and you, I don't think anybody would want. Well, no, I take that back. Um, there are a couple of clips that I um, took from Dream High Valley, but they're kind of spoilery because um, they had to do with the main story. The The game itself, like the main game, isn't super... I mean, it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, but I don't know if it's uh, clip-worthy. Uh, it's a lot of uh, grinding and uh, resource gathering, things like that. But it is fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I did post something on TikTok recently where I uh, took the Witch Doctor Who Are You 
and I got David Tennant, uh, the tenth Doctor. So I was pretty happy with that. Um. Anyway, yeah, that that's really about it as far as this episode goes. Um, if you do like what you've been hearing, definitely leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, I honestly don't remember the time we got a rating or review. So do me a favor. If you haven't, please uh, do that for me. I'd appreciate that. Um, yeah, I am still wanting to uh, start a series on the different movie and TV adaptations um, that are out there. Um, Mr. KDB and I are wanting to do that together, so we're both going to watch uh, one of these said uh, media uh, things like uh, whether it's the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993 or the Legend of Zelda cartoon or the Double Dragon movie, what have you. Um, you can also find me on my other shows. I almost forgot to mention that. Uh, we got uh, Tamarillic Adventures. I just started a series on the different factions in the games. And uh, Tapes from the Waste, which an episode of that actually dropped today as I'm recording this on uh, June, tw- or June uh, November 26th. So definitely check that out. It's uh, kind of a, a news update. And the lore of the uh, episode is on the Mysterious Stranger, so go check that out. I'm still uh, doing the Fallout for Hope streams. I haven't been able to stream much lately with the holidays uh, in uh, process right now. Just uh, got through Thanksgiving, as I mentioned. But uh, be on the lookout. I'm probably going to try and stream a little bit more here uh, with the, at least a little bit of a break before Christmas. And, uh, yeah, I was in the most recent episode of the Modus Files as well. The episode is called Team Cryptid, so go check that out, and you can hear me toward the beginning of the episode. Uh, The episode is definitely worth checking out, though. And my cat wants to say hi as we are getting out of here. So, anyway, yeah, uh, I'm going to get out of here. So, as always, stay tuned for more Nintendo.